Well, good morning. We are a community of uh, worship and formation on mission with Jesus. And we don't say that lightly uh, when we say that we truly are a community. We're a community of worship and formation on mission with Jesus. So good morning and happy Advent. It is so much fun to worship with you guys. And uh, I'm so grateful to be a part of this body on behalf of me and my family. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for living life with us. Uh, thank you for, for being uh, here at OLCC. And we love, we love this family. And we love to be a part of uh, this church. So just thank you so much. Um, I was going to start off with <clears throat> some fun, but I feel a reverence um, here through worship. And uh, I want to just continue in that, in that vein. So... Um, so just thank you for letting me preach to you this morning. My prayer this morning is that I share, as I share my heart with you, that the good news and great joy may ignite and that the fire of God's presence would burn bright in you this Advent season. So as we uh, stand, guys, if you guys would join me and just uh, grab your Bibles underneath or your own Bibles and just stand for the reading of Mark 1, 1 through 8. The beginning of the good news, the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. Who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight paths for him. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness preaching a baptism of repentance. Isn't that interesting? A baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. And he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I'm not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water. I baptize you with water. But he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. He will baptize you with the presence of God. So let's pray real quick. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We welcome you and we we just ask you to come. Come, be present. Moses asked you to show you, show him your glory. And we just ask that God, that you would show us your glory this morning. Show us your glory. God, in 1 Corinthians, you said that you're a temple of the Holy Spirit. In 1 Peter and Revelation 1, you said we are a royal priesthood and that we reflect what we behold. And God, we behold you this morning. We gaze upon you. We gaze upon you. We don't just think about you. We gaze upon you this morning. And so just remind us of our identity, God. And may we radiate your light radiate your light as we preach, 
the good news of Jesus Christ. It's not news. It's not a story. It is good news of Jesus Christ, Son of God. Amen. All right, you can be seated. The beginning of the gospel, the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. No less than 500 years before Christ, the book of Isaiah and the book of Malachi prophesied about a forerunner. And Isaiah 43 through 5 says, A voice cries in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight a desert, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. And this forerunner, as we all know, was John the baptizer. And at the time of John, the people of Israel were oppressed, living under Roman occupation. Has anybody watched uh, the series, The Chosen? Uh, That is a great vision of the people of Israel and the oppression they were under. They were occupied. They were desperately longing for the Messiah and looking out for the one in the Old Testament. They had prophesied about for years prophesied about for years. They knew that there was a Messiah coming. They knew a Messiah was coming. Isaiah said it would happen. Malachi said it would happen. In Malachi 3.1, I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me. And now John the baptizer in the spirit of Elijah was calling people to repentance. He was preparing the way for a great revival that would change all of human history. While some people wondered if John was the Messiah, John made it really clear. He said, man, if you see power and authority in me, that is nothing. That is absolutely nothing. If you see something in me, man, that is nothing. I'm just the messenger. I'm the mailman. I'm not even worthy to untie his sandals. And as John stated in Mark 1.8, I baptize you with water, but guess what? Just wait. He is baptizing you with the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit. He will immerse you in the very presence of God. And the same presence, that's the exact same presence of God that was a consuming fire with Abraham in Genesis 15. The same presence of God that spoke to Moses from the burning bush in Exodus The same presence of God that guided the Hebrews in a pillar of fire in the wilderness that caused Moses to hide his face in Exodus. It was the same presence of God that met Aaron above the mercy seat in the Holy of Holies in Exodus 25. And it's the same presence of God that filled the temple when Solomon dedicated it in 2 Chronicles. So all that glory, all that history... All that history, all that light, all of that power is leaving the heavens and is going to consume every heart that believes. And I ask you guys this morning, I ask myself, been asking myself, do you believe the good news? Do you believe the good news of Jesus Christ, Son of God? Do you believe the good news? Have you forgotten the good news? Have you forgotten that it was good news? He's bringing his baptism of God's presence, not water, but his presence. And his name is Jesus. Do you know him?
Do you know him? If you don't, I want to I wanna walk with you through that this morning. I want to walk with you through that this morning. Are you thirsty? I am so thirsty. I'm craving more of God. Are we thirsty this morning? And have you sat and just gazed at him? It's not a quiet time. It's not a reading. It's not a method. It's actually gazing at him. And so I just ask you, have you gazed at him? And if you haven't, this Advent season, I just ask that you would gaze at him. Gaze at him. Take time to gaze at him. So watch this with me just as a quick reminder of who our king is.
<laughs> Amen. 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 Lockridge had it right, didn't he? This is our king. This is our king, guys. This is our king. And guess what? Advent, we are ushering him in. Prepare the way. This is our king. This is our king. What good news. What good news. Lord, thank you for reminding us. Thank you for reminding us. Man. In Luke 4, 17, while in the synagogue, Jesus unrolled the scroll to Isaiah 61 and read, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom to the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind, to set the oppressed free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. That is good news. That is good news that the world cannot provide. That is good news. That is good news. So as we enter the Advent season, I just want to ask you guys to, to join me in beholding God. Beholding Him. Beholding Him. In Psalm 34, 5, David proclaims, those who look to Him are radiant. They are radiant. And their faces shall never be ashamed. They are radiant. Those that behold God are radiant. God, make us radiant. God's referenced as light throughout the Bible. And every moment, we are either partnering with darkness or we're partnering with light, aren't we? Sometimes that partnering is blatant. Sometimes that partnering is subtle. It's what we choose to watch. We're partnering with something. Are we partnering with the fear or the anger on social media? Are we partnering with comparing ourselves to others? on Instagram, but we are partnering with something, and it's either light or dark, and I just encourage us, partner with the light. Those that are beholding God will reflect his light. That is good news, guys. So Zach, I don't know if you're here this morning. I don't see Zach in his usual spot, but Zach, if you're home listening, I was just thinking about you this weekend, and I just want to remind us and remind you specifically, you are a business priest who reflects the light as you go about medical sales. You are a priest. God calls us a priest, a priesthood, a royal priesthood, right? A royal priesthood. And then he also calls us a temple of the Holy Spirit. And I, I question myself. I'm like, what? A priest? A temple? Really? And that is the good news. That's the good news. And we've got to get a hold of that. We've absolutely got to get a hold of that. And Philip, my brother, um, I was thinking about you this weekend. Man, you're a business priest that reflects the light as you advise people financially. You are a business priest. And Matt, I met you this morning. Man, you are a culinary priest. You are a culinary priest, brother. As you creatively cook, and welcome people. I mean, imagine just welcome people at feast. That's what God does. That's what God is about. And so as you go about cooking, you are a culinary priest. That is what he has called you to do. So I just want to encourage you in that. Moms, grandmothers, kids, you guys are priests. 
And Connie and Brock reminded me of this a while back. Some of us are called to be business monks and uh, trying to define what that is. I guess it's even while we're working, our undivided attention and devotion is focused on what God wants to do today. So we're saying, God, I'm listening. I'm listening every moment. What do you want to do in this situation? What do you want to do in this situation? Let me give you guys an example. And Tony, you just caught my eye, man. You do this every time you cut people's hair. You're asking God, what's going on? What's going on in this person's life? What are we, what are we doing today? And that is such a reflection of the light. But I was in Dallas. I was hanging out with a developer, really wealthy developer who had been very successful, driving around a really nice car. We had had a good day in business, and I just felt God nudge me as we were as we were in the car. And I just heard him say, dig deep, go deep, go deep, dig in. And so we just started talking. Started talking, he starts sharing more about his life. And then he shared with me that his wife and, and him couldn't get pregnant. And as we were headed to the airport, man, we just started going, going for it. And I was just listening to God, and I was just following directions. And I got to pray for him for healing over his wife. And really, the healing should be celebrated. We celebrated the pregnancy. We celebrated the conception. We celebrated their child coming into this world. And, and we still celebrate today. And that is worth celebrating. But what, what was really even just as valuable was that God was saying, be present because I want to move in this guy's life. I want to move in this guy's life right now. And that's what we're called to do. That's a business priest. That's a business monk all the time saying, God, what do you want to do? Moms, what do you want us to do? What do you want me to do with my child today? And that is, uh, that is something that I just want to encourage us all to really get a hold of in this Advent season. So this Advent season joined me in turning away from the worry, the fear, the materialism, the darkness. Gosh, there's so much going on. And prepare the way. Prepare the way. What does that look like? Prepare the way in your own life. Prepare the way for others to enter in with God. Prepare the way. That's what that means. Prepare the way. John the Baptist did it. We do it every day. And I was reading through this passage over the last couple of weeks, and man, we can float by all of this goodness. Good news, Jesus Christ, Son of God, preparing the way. And I just ask you guys just to dig in. This is, this is uh, you can sit in this passage for the rest of your life. And uh, so I just want to encourage you guys that. Make straight his paths, and in your own life and the lives around you. John prepared the way through the door of repentance. Isn't that interesting? through the door of repentance. So it starts with turning in humility to God. It's a refocus of your gaze. It's a surrender. It's a surrender every day. And it starts with me. It starts with you. One moment at a time. One moment at a time. So, oh Lord, we, we want to behold you this Christmas season. We want to behold you. We want to behold you right now.
God, we want to hear your voice. And we just proclaim we are preparing the way for your presence. Preparing the way for your presence. Lord, we thank you for that good news. We thank you for the great joy. Good news. Great joy for all people. Good news. Great joy for all people. That is true. That is so true. Good news. Thank you, Lord. Good news. Good news. Great joy. Great joy. We thank you for that this morning.